0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Up Level with Andrea podcast. Today I'm talking about how I built my morning routine as someone who hates to be told what to do and really, really struggles to stick with routines. There's a reason that I don't have a nine to five, you guys. It's just the routines and being told what to do is not the life for me. But even though that was my situation, I also really, really knew that having routines in my life helped me with my productivity, so I had to figure this out. Okay, my babes, here we go. First, I want to address the fact that most morning routines are, A, the morning routines of men, right? Most of, like, the successful entrepreneur morning routines that we see are the morning routines of men, men who statistically take on less childcare responsibilities, not every single time, but statistically, yes, men who experience the world from a very different lens than a lot of my viewers, and specifically the morning routines of cis white men, which... I don't think there's a whole lot that we have to say on the topic other than the fact that I know that the experience of a cis white man is a very different than my experience as a neurodivergent um, woman. So I've always just found that a lot of the morning routines that I saw of people on the internet just are not it for me. Add to the fact that Most routines are not built with someone who is neurodivergent in mind, as someone who struggles with mental illness in mind, and as someone who's neurodivergent, I really, really struggled with this narrative around morning routines. So I want to start off the podcast by saying, if you are not on Team Morning Routine, I get it. A lot of the morning routine content is very productivity heavy is very, is very achievement-oriented, is very, um, feels like a very, like, pushy kind of energy. It just, they, they just do not land for me, okay? But something else that is true is that a neurodivergent person, I react really, really well to structure, even though it's very difficult for me to implement in my life. And whether you're neurodivergent or you're not, my babe, a lot of people find that adding routines into their life is really, really helpful. And I find that with the people that I work with, it doesn't even have to be this huge, big, complicated thing that doesn't tend to be the thing that works best for people or the thing that's sustainable. Even just little, like, Anchor points almost in your day can make a really big difference and as we get into this morning routine I think you'll see that it's less of this like rigorous and regimented routine and it's more about just me giving myself the space to have my ideal perfect morning and Honestly, we deserve that. Okay? So my babes consider this your official permission slip to do something And take whatever works for you from this podcast. You know, you can take what serves you and leave the rest. I'm not here to boss you around. I don't like to be bossed around. And I don't really feel like bossing you around. Like, that's just not what I'm here to do. This is a podcast that's here to just give you permission to do exactly what I did. And to check in with myself and build a system that works for you. But before we get into it, my babe, if you like the podcast and you feel like sharing it, I would absolutely live for it if you took a screenshot of you listening to this episode and shared it to your Instagram stories. And if you tag me, then I will see it. And I promise that I will see it. I have so much cool stuff coming, like so much cool stuff. And it would be so cool if I reached more people. So my babes, let's talk a little bit about what my specific morning routine looks like, okay? And not everything in here is going to be for you. That's okay. That's absolutely okay. I'll start off by saying I get six to seven hours of sleep every night. For some people, that is not enough sleep. I also know people that that is just too much sleep for them. I sleep extra if I feel like I need to and I take naps on the weekends, but I'm going to be real. My FOMO is way too real. For me to be sleeping 8 or 9 hours every single night. Like I just I get too excited and I used to beat myself up for it all the time and I used to really really resist this part of myself. But most of the time 6 to 7 hours of sleep is totally okay with me. And if I really need extra sleep, I'll give myself extra time. I'll take naps on Sundays because Sunday is nap day and that's actually just the law. Um, it's a, it's legal precedent that Sunday is nap day. And if I really need extra sleep, I skip my routine. Like it's, it's okay. So I wake up, I put essential oils in my diffuser, which is just a little thing that I added recently. And it kind of makes a really, really big difference. So I put essential oils in my diffuser. Right now, well not right now, tomorrow I'm picking up some grapefruit essential oils and that's going to be the day before you hear this bad boy, okay? So if you're listening to this, yesterday I picked up grapefruit and peppermint essential oils and that's what I'm going to be living my best life to, okay? That's going to be absolutely incredible. Then I make my coffee or whatever hot drink and... While that's happening, because there's usually some downtime with making coffee, like while the water boils or as it cools down a little bit so I can drink it or whatever, I make my bed. That's like the, the sort of task that I do in the mornings, and it really does make a difference. I know that that sounds like the most basic addition to a morning routine. Like, I, I get it. I know that it sounds like, it sounds kind of been there, done that but you're just going to have to take my word for it. A, get yourself some nice sheets. Like if you've got some room in your budget to splurge this month, get yourself fancy sheets, my babe, like do it. So making your bed is cute as crap. And then just bask in how cute your life is with your made bed. Honestly, it's incredible. I love, I love it. I live for it. Okay. And then after I make my bed, I've got my hot drink I listen to like a morning activation or a morning meditation. I don't love doing meditations in the morning because I really want and I find activations, well, they like activate you, you know, they really gas you up and get you going. And I used to use one by Jenna Black who is incredible. I love her. She's amazing. Everyone go follow her. She's Jenna Black pretty much everywhere and she's incredible. But now I'm using my own, and this is very exciting. I made my own morning activation, and I tried it out. I tested it out for a little bit. You don't have to do it in the morning. You can do it any time of day. And you guys, it's really, really good, okay? And I have a surprise for you. I'm giving it away for free. It's linked in the show notes. It's linked in my Instagram. It will literally just say something like, get the get the empowered and abundant activation here like it'll be it'll be right there for you and it's honestly so good if you're wondering like what kind of meditations do like six figure business owners listen in the morning like what what sort of energy work what sort of mindset work are people who are really focused on an up level bringing into their lives or if you're just wondering like I wonder what Andrea listens to when she does activations or when she does meditations or when she does EFTs, this is it. This is the one that I'm listening to right now. It is a little bit weird that it's my own voice, but it's so good. So if you want to download this, my babes, you can find this linked in the show notes, linked in my Instagram bio. And if you're on my email list, it's actually in your inbox right now. Isn't that incredible? Isn't technology incredible and amazing. This is short. It's actually exactly seven minutes because seven's a magic number. Okay, so um, I would like to formally apologize for that, but also you should get used to me making you feel afraid. That's something that we should be getting used to quickly here. Okay, so it's short and it's designed to not only help you embody your next level self, but to really help you cultivate feelings of worthiness, abundance, motivation, and self-sovereignty, okay? So after the activation's done, like, it take, like that's the hardest part. The hardest part is done, okay? The hardest part was making my bed, making my coffee, putting essential oils in my diffuser, and sitting with a blanket on my lap and listening to a morning activation. This is a night and day difference from... The morning routines that productivity culture and our super fun experiment of late stage capitalism told me I had to do when I really, really felt like my worth in my business was simply based on what I could produce and what I could create and how much I could get done in a day, right? When that was the energy with which I was living my life, my morning routines, I'm sure that you can go back and listen to my old morning routines on this podcast. Like, go off, do it, (laughs) listen to my old morning routines, um, cause things have changed now, um, but my old morning routines used to be, like, 20 things long, like, be like, okay, well, I woke up, and I, um, I said that I was gratitude for... I set gratitude intentions for 150 things. And then I did a three-minute meditation. And then I made a matcha. And then I did yoga. And then I did a four-minute meditation and a three-minute kundalini pra And it was just like, oh my God, Andrea, this is why you're not making friends, okay? You're um, tuckering yourself out by 7.30 in the morning because for some, for some reason... You think that you need to be waking up at 5. And you know what? Sometimes I do wake up really, really early. Like, for the most part, I wake up after 6 or 7 hours of sleep. And sometimes that means that I'm waking up at around 6. Normally, I wake up between 6 and 8. Everyone can just live their own life and pick their own wake-up time. If you want to wake up at 5 in the morning, do it. Absolutely do it. If you're waking up at 5 in the morning because you feel like you're not good enough, if you sleep in, let's get a little curious about that one, because that's uh, probably not, not the look, not the vibe, okay? But, so we've gone over the hardest part of my morning routine. Um, takes like 15 minutes. And then, guess what I do? I read for, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and then I get ready, okay? The hardest part of my day, like, of my morning is done in 20 minutes, and then I just, like, vibe. I just vibe in my comfy chair, and I read my book, and you know what? If I was, if I was, I don't know, I I think that I'm... Like, just simply baby steps from waking up and walking to a nearby park and just feeding pigeons, okay? That's what I'm, like, baby steps away from. Just uh, just the weight of an eyelash could push me right into that life, okay? But I read for 30 minutes to an hour. I really, really look forward to this part of my day. I read whatever I want. A lot of the times it's business books because... I'm genuinely such a business nerd. Like I was imagining being a business coach when I was like 10 years old before that job even existed and trying to figure out how it was going to happen. I was like, I just want to talk to people about their businesses all day. Like literally my entire life. My most authentic self is a marketing nerd. And you know what? You could have a worse trait in a business coach. It could be worse than that, okay? Um, You could have a business coach who terrifies you to the core of their being. Oh, wait, that's me. Or a business coach that tells super inappropriate jokes. Oh, wait, that's also me. Okay, so maybe you win some, you lose some. Maybe maybe we're just going to have to count our blessings and hope for the best here. But... In regards to my morning routine, now that I've gone off on my demonic tangent that I do minimum five times a podcast episode, I want to share that I really used to feel a lot of pressure to do everything in the morning. And I really released that. That if I wasn't being productive with my time, then I wasn't setting the right tone of my day. And it would would go even further than that. It would go into like, when I wouldn't get my morning routine done, I'd be like, I I would literally just write off the entire day. Well, there's no way I'm going to manifest a client I didn't get my morning routine done or like or there's no way I'm going to reach my launch goal because I didn't get my morning routine done. Like it was it was something that I really thought was helping me, but I think that it actually just turned into something that my subconscious would use to tell me that my manifestations and my dreams weren't going to happen because the reality was doing a two-hour morning routine every single day wasn't realistic. It wasn't going to happen. And when it wouldn't happen, it's not like my subconscious was like, wow, well, you do it most of the time. And every day is a new opportunity to, to make improvements. It was literally just me like, well, you're a failure and nothing that you want is coming to you. So wasn't really ideal. Okay, so when while I approached creating this new morning routine, because I was like, okay, well, I've literally always really failed at creating this for myself in the past. But I do think that it could work. I, I think that this is something that does help me and I've just done it wrong the entire time. Which, you know, we've all done things wrong all the time. Okay, I'm still wearing skinny jeans, which is apparently doing something wrong. And you know what? It's unavoidable. So what am I doing? Instead of focusing my mornings only around productivity, I'm focusing my mornings around what my ideal life looks like. When I do journaling exercises and I say, oh, I'm so excited. My business is making a million dollars a year. And I do day in my life journaling and scripting exercises. I ask myself, well, what would, what would be amazing? What feels even beyond the realm of achievability right now? Like, what what would be absolutely incredible? And the idea of taking an hour to myself just to read in the morning felt completely out of reach. And I'm so excited that this is something that I've attracted into my life and that I've attracted into, myself, into my experience. My ideal life doesn't look like getting as much done as I possibly can before 9 a.m., My ideal life looks like slow mornings and freedom so that I can take things at my own pace, really. And it's wild to me that that's something that I was aware of and that's something that I knew was a part of my next level life and I still, and productivity culture still told me that... I needed to be as productive as possible or there was no way that I could get it. And we know that that's not true. If you want to be living your ideal life, your next level life, the way to do that, my babe, is to be baby-stepping into your next level, your ideal life, okay? Even when it seems scary and even when things like productivity culture and capitalism tell you to do things differently, even when your fear tells you to run your business in a way that doesn't feel aligned to you, right? Like, it's really about channeling that self-worth and making the call from there. Really balancing this desire for ease and flow with structure, because my ideal morning isn't just, like, aimless, you know? Like, it has freedom, but it's not aimless. It's hard to experience freedom without a little bit of structure. And I say this as a Sag Moon. I say this as someone who pretty much needs unlimited freedom at all times. In fact, if I even smell in the air that someone's going to try to tell me what to do or give me unsolicited advice, the police are already there. The police are on the scene, and it's being handled by the authorities because I can't deal with it, okay? So... I needed to balance this desire for ease and flow and freedom with structure and the fact that I do want to be productive. Like it's not, the thing about challenging productivity culture is that it's not, it's not that it's not important to get things done, you know? Like if you're manifesting, say, a next, your next level business, it takes doing things and taking time, like recording podcast episodes and coaching your clients and doing admin work and that that is just the reality so it's not to say that product being productive at times isn't important i want to be productive i want to make really cool stuff that i love to share with you guys and i knew that i needed a morning routine that both really empowered me to embrace my freedom and to have a lot of ease and flow, but that still was putting me in a position that I was excited to create things and get things done and hold space for my clients and really embody leadership. That's something that's been really, really important to me lately. I've really felt a call lately to take a look at my life and see where I'm really embodying leadership and to see where I'm really... Allowing myself to take the first steps towards my next level so that I can show other people that that's possible too. That's something that's really been coming through to me lately. So so balancing that ease with productivity is important. And that was really real for me. Because the reality is, is that a morning routine might make you more productive. There's a lot of... there's it's not like people are making it up when people are saying when people say that their morning routine really helped them with their productivity. It's about is your morning routine really helping you with your energy, right? Is it improving your energy? And another really important thing to keep in mind is that productivity doesn't always equal success. I can look at some of the most productive times in my life and I can also see that a lot of them were the least profitable times in my life. In fact, the time I had my very first, my very first 10k plus month was a $12,000 month. And I think I worked less than 10 hours that entire month because it was just impossible for me to do so. I didn't have consistent internet access. I was renting a room in an Airbnb. I was like living in the middle of farmland it like i was super super isolated it was the middle of the pandemic like it was in july it was an experience like i was it was wild i didn't even have my own apartment yet and i worked 10 hours that month and it's because since i knew that i couldn't put in as much work as i normally would i really took the time to prioritize my energy going for lots of walks doing lots of meditating doing things like that and that really Move me forward. Also, EFT was absolutely next level through all of that. And you guys know that I've got the Energy and EFT library in my membership, right? Like that's something that you know. And if you want more information around that, the link is just always living its best life in my Instagram bio. That's where it's always living. That's where it's always hanging out. Eventually, I'll have a website and like a special URL and that's coming soon. But it's always just going to be thriving and vibing on my, on my Instagram links thing. And that's, that's where you can get more information around that. So like I was saying, (laughs) don't get me wrong, my babes, it is really important to build and to get things done and to take that concrete action. It's not just the law of attraction that calls it our manifestations. It's the law of attraction and the law of action. You really can't have one without the other. You can't just like think good vibes in a cave and never tell anybody that you're running a business or doing anything like that and wonder where your clients are, right? Like you need to take action towards this goal, towards this vision, towards this manifestation, towards this up level. This isn't a hot take, you know? But something that I used to do that I don't do anymore is I used to really compromise my energy and my mindset in order to be productive, just for the sake of productivity. And I would just pass it off, I would write it off, because I would tell myself, yo, my energy dips right now, my mindset's dipping right now. But I'll look back and see how productive I was. And that would And that would compensate for it. That would improve my mindset and my vibration and my energy. And that's just not how it works for me. Most days, I would finish my morning routine, literally start it at 5 in the morning, finish it at like 9.30 or 10, and be so exhausted that I couldn't get anything done. And that's just not the vibe, okay? So now what I focus on in my morning routine is I focus on my energy so that I feel inclined to be productive with my day. Doing this morning routine, even though it's not productivity focused, really inspires me, inspires my creativity to really feel that spark of motivation, that spark of action, instead of just waking up and starting my day essentially when my feet hit the floor. That was really exhausting. And I'm going to be honest, my babes, this shift has changed everything. Everything for me, like in terms of just even the feedback I get from my boyfriend, it's just like you're so much more grounded. It seems like you're, it seems like you've really been taking care of yourself a lot more in my business. It's feedback that I'm hearing from my clients. And even just the way that I look at mornings, like I went from being a super morning person, like a a 5am morning person, even though that was a complicated relationship, to a burnt out, stay in bed and watch TikToks all morning person, and now I'm actually really enjoying my mornings again. I used to think that a morning routine meant exercising and making your bed and cleaning your house and doing your laundry and meditating and doing yoga and journaling for an hour and all of those things. Just made me feel boxed in, my babe. There might be a point in my life where that really nurtures me. I'm not going to rule that out, but this just isn't it. So I really have been focusing my mornings on my energy and how I can feel the absolute best through my entire day and really unlearning those habits of, I guess, toxic productivity because. Obviously, like, divine creation productivity is great, but when it's toxic, that is not the one. That's not what we're going for here, okay? You can't have productivity without energy work and mindset work, and you can't have a great relationship with energy and your manifestations and creation without being productive. They are besties. They go hand in hand. Even though they're very different, they are besties, okay? we They need each other. And... You can't be all in on just the action or all in on just the energy. Like, it just isn't sustainable. You're not going to see the type of growth that you're capable of having. It might get you to a certain point. Like, you can work yourself to the bone to hit probably around 100,000. But you're going to hit a ceiling or you're going to burn out or you're going to wonder why you aren't feeling fulfilled or you're going to wonder why you aren't getting the results that you want to be getting you know that you've struck the right balance between both when you have the energy and the motivation to really call in your manifestations, okay? And you're able to do both. You're able to do both the productivity and the creation work and the energy work that really allows you to manifest things at the rate that you want to call them in, right? So... Moral of the story, morning routines really, really do help, but I understand if you feel really frustrated with getting them started, my advice is to really take time and ask yourself what your perfect pre-work routine would look like, and then just try it, or maybe just try adding one thing and making it an everyday part of your morning. Add that structure, really make the time for your ideal life early in the day and enjoy what that does for your life. I think that that would be really, really special for your life and for your business, right? And my babes, that is my morning routine. Yours might look different and I encourage you to let it. Okay. I want you to remember that permission slip I gave you at the beginning of this episode. I want you to remember that I took the time to craft my own perfect morning routine And if that doesn't, if it doesn't look like yours, then let it not look like yours. And if your morning routine changes constantly, and the only constant is that you follow some type of routine, that might be your own perfect routine. And I support you and I'm obsessed with you. So towards the end of every podcast episode, especially ones where I'm teaching you something or I don't do, it's not like super personal. Of course, we're talking about my morning routine, but it's not like a It's not like a tea spill. I really like to share a little bit about what's new with me because that's my favorite part about listening to other people's podcasts. So what are the highlights, my babe? What are the highlights? I'm picking up my new essential oils tomorrow that I told you about earlier in this episode, and I ordered them from my favorite astrology queen, Vanessa, and I am super freaking excited. In my opinion, if you're wondering, Andrea, what essential oils do you want? I don't know why you would want my opinion, but guess what, I have one in my opinion. You always need an uplifter, like an uplifting scent, like a citrus, a relaxer, I find florals do this really well, and a purifier like a mint or a tea tree or any other wood-based scent like cedar or anything. But I'm not an essential oils expert. This is just how my brain makes it make sense. My I'm like, tell me how to do it. Tell me how to make it make sense. And my Virgo brain is just like, do you want some categories? And I'm like, I do. I do want some categories. Okay? So, I know that I say in every single episode, but I am up-leveling like crazy right now. I've been pretty open about the fact that this is my first time manifesting multiple six figures in a year I sort of alternate my goal between 200,000 and 250,000. I'm targeting, I think I think if I wanted to set like a good, better, best goal, my good goal would be 150,000, my better goal would be 200,000, my best goal would be 250,000. That would be ideal for me. And that's really taken a lot of expansion on my end. Like it really and truly has. It really has taken me showing up like a $250,000 a year business owner. And it's really, really exciting. But you guys know me, I'm really upfront about what it takes and what my up levels have looked like. And it's really been surprising. It's really felt less action based than my other up levels have felt. Um Because sometimes I'm up leveling, and it's really just a season of massive, massive, massive creation, right? Like it's recording a bunch of podcast episodes and, and doing a ton of behind the scenes work. And this feels very aligned. I'm working a lot. I'm working probably around seven days a week right now, actually, like, not like an eight hour day, seven days a week, because I probably work like, I'd say two to six hours a day, probably around 30 to 40 hours a week. But I just like to spread it out over seven days. So I am working a lot, but it's not feeling forced. And I think that this morning routine episode is super major for this. Like it's, I think that, I think that it's really, really been helping me out. You guys, like I really am excited about making this episode for you because I'm not kidding. When I tell you that changing the way that I look at my mornings and really healing my relationship with productivity culture is really, really changing Everything. But if you're interested in some of the behind the scenes stuff that I've been doing for my up level for this growth period, I got photos done that I just got the proofs for and they look so good. Like when you go and download the activation that I shared with you in this episode, you'll see one of the photos on the page and you're going to be like, Andrea, you look super bomb and you inspire me to wear crop tops because... The crop top life is the life for me, okay? So the photos look super, super good. I'm getting my logo and visual brand redone by one of my absolute favorite people, Holly over at Daydream Company, because she's incredible and also my obsession. So that's, that's the case. And I really want to share with you a little bit about what I've learned about up-leveling your visual brand. Like, cause I thought that it would just be about getting pretty visuals and pretty pictures. And it's been a lot more than that for me. It's really about it's really been about truly embodying my next level, my next level business, my next level CEO self. The whole time you're asking as you rebrand. What does my next level business look like? Who does my next level business serve? How do I fit as my next level business owner? Where do I need to grow to step in to the role of someone who runs this business, right? Another really exciting part of my up level is the fact that I have a client space available right now. I think, well, no, I think I'm going to open up two client spaces. I signed two clients back in February, which I'll say it. I'll say this over and over and over again. I so clearly remember the time in my business where I thought that I would never, ever understand what it takes to sign and attract clients. I thought that that would be something that never, ever made sense to me. And I will say, and this isn't me trying to flex, this is literally just me trying to show you what is possible. It was this time last year when I was in the middle of a four-month no-client drought, and I was, like, running out of money, and I had one client at the time, so it wasn't like I was booked out. It was like, oh, my God, I cannot figure out what is going on. Why can't I sign a client? Well, like, going to bed being like, oh, my God, I have 36 days of money left, like literally that that feeling, like not a good feeling, not a good feeling at all. So I will say that there was a point in my life where I thought that I would never, ever figure this out. And now when I have a client space come available, the space normally closes very, very quickly. And I just feel over the moon grateful knowing that realistically, I don't have to worry about money in my business anymore. Like, if I was running out of money in my business, and of course, there might might hit a level where I really do have completely different concerns about money. And that's very real. But knowing that I can create money whenever I need to, whenever I have the space to, whenever I have the inspiration to in my business is honestly one of the most freedom- it's one of the most freeing feelings. It's one of the most peaceful feelings that I've ever felt. There's never been a time in my life where I wasn't worried about money. Like it's never, it's never been a thing for me. And to say with authenticity, not to say that my life is perfect, not to say that like, if, if like, if my computer broke, it's not like I just wouldn't blink, you know, it'd be like, oh, okay, well this is a lot. But to say that my money stress is reduced probably by around like, 80 or 90% in the last year because I know how to create money and create clients on demand is truly an incredible feeling. And if you want to talk about what it looks like to work one-on-one with me in my six-month container, I want to give you these feelings too. I want to help you heal. I want to help you build your self-trust. I want to help you improve your magnetism and your money mindset. I want to help you up-level your strategy. And you can just head to the link at my Instagram bio, at with Andrea and there's a button where you can apply to work with me and book a free call because i only want to work with you if we're both 100% sure that it's a good fit and i think that booking a free call is a really great way to do that okay so and right before we hit the last thing i want to give you a reminder if you haven't headed over if you haven't headed over to the link in the show notes here the link that i've got in my instagram bio the link i'm sure it's going to be a pop up on my website at some point like i I challenge you not to find this link. Actually, that's that's my challenge for you. If you had it, haven't headed, haven't headed, oh my God, pray for me. If you haven't headed over to that link, my babes, you absolutely you absolutely need to get your hands on the Abundant and Empowered Morning Activation. Like I'm listening to this myself. I think it would be so much fun if we were listening and doing this together. I think that that would be an absolute vibe. We can't get enough of it. We are thriving. We are vibing. We are doing the abundant and empowered morning activation on the reg, and that's what I want to see from you. Now, the last update, this is a groundbreaker, okay? The snow is melting. The snow is melting, and I feel like I've I'm just defrosting my feelings of joy in the microwave. That's what I feel. I feel like I've healed the concept of depression simply from the fact that the other day I could go outside without a jacket on. Okay, I've literally never felt more alive than this, um, except for after I do my activation. Okay, that's a pretty close feeling. Uh, But this is... This has reminded me that joy is real, okay? I know it might seem like I'm overstating, it might seem like I'm being a little bit dramatic, and honestly, how dare you? I've never once been dramatic in my life, and if you imply that again, I'm gonna have to alert the authorities because that's a personal and slanderous attack on my being, okay? But back to the melting, okay? Now that I've laid down the law, back to the melting. I'm very excited. I've been giving my loved ones melting, multiple melting updates every single day. They get an update in the morning. They get an update in the afternoon. They get pictures of my walk where I can see the pavement or the grass in new spots. And the other day, the other day was 65 degrees. Well, I, as a Canadian, and like the majority of the world, we use the metric system, so... RIP. It was 15 degrees Celsius or 65 degrees Fahrenheit, which I definitely had to look up because I don't know that conversion and I probably never will. Um, I felt true and extreme joy and that pretty much wraps up the whole thing. Moral of the story, the TLDR, the too long didn't read of this podcast episode, which is an interesting way to consume podcasts to just go to the end and hope that there's a summary. But you know what? I respect it. I love your hustle and I love the energy and I'm pretty sure that you have an Aries moon because you're really struggling with that patience aspect of life. But anyways, moral of the story, productivity culture is not everything. Second moral of the story, make your own morning routine and make your own rules because we love that over here third moral of the story you need to grab my abundant and empowered activation because there's a cute pic of me and it's amazing but you know we're all doing it for the cute picture of me because why did I include this part in the summary that was just that was supposed to be a joke that was not supposed to be in the summary but here we are so thank you for coming on this journey with me and Also, the snow was melting and I'm getting essential oils and I got new photos and I'm excited and hooray, hooray, new podcast episode. Okay, so you have a really exciting rest of your day. I'm going to continue to, what am I going to, to physically fight the ants that think that they can live in my kitchen just because it's warmer outside now. Um, and I hope that you have a really exciting rest of your day. And I hope you're excited for more podcast episodes.